Greetings and welcome to episode 13 of the Dan York Report. It's Dan York, and today, June 6, 2013, is the one-year anniversary of World IPv6 launch. I want to talk about that, why it makes sense, and what's important about that. Now, to, for starters, of course, we should back up and say, why should you care about IPv6, right? It's the plumbing underneath the Internet. Who really cares? Well, on a certain level, you shouldn't have to care. As a consumer, as a user, it should all just work for you. And most of the times, it does. Many of you may have iPhones or Android devices. And if you're on, for instance, here in North America, if you're on Verizon's LTE network, um, you're actually already using IPv6 when you go to sites like Facebook and Google and uh, YouTube, stuff like that. You don't even know it. And that's how it should be. For those who are working with network architecture, though, or publishing content on the web, here's why you should care. You know, because the, the basics are fundamental. IPv4, the addresses we've always used, 192.168.54.63, whatever, you know, there's only 4.3 billion of them. It wasn't allocated in a way that necessarily made sense today. It did at the time. And so you've got this issue where there's 2.5 billion people online, many of whom have many different computers and devices. And there's another 5 billion people still to come on. We've got to get addresses from somewhere to put all these devices on the network. Got to be some way to do it. Now, there's workarounds, things called carrier-grade NAT, CGN, other different ways that people are doing this. But those introduce latency. They cause problems with video games, with real-time communications, with other mechanisms. And so we really have to make this move to this new addressing system, this new way of numbering things called IPv6. Now, the good news is that in the past year, we've actually seen some dramatic growth. The percentage of users connecting to sites like Google and Facebook and Yahoo has, uh, has more than doubled in this past year. Now, um, if you, you go to worldipv6launch.org, we have a measurements page there that my colleagues who work on this are, have been doing this, and they're tracking the ongoing measurements of a number of the different networks that are um, reachable or, or the traffic coming from those networks to Google, Facebook, and Yahoo, those three big sites have partnered with the Internet Society and others to, uh, to provide measurements. And they're showing, for instance, off of Verizon Wireless's network, about 31% of the, all the traffic coming from that network to those sites is coming over IPv6. You know, uh, about 15% of the traffic coming off of the Swisscom network and the Switzerland is coming over there. About 9% of traffic coming off of AT&T's network. So these are actually real numbers that we're starting to see coming off of these networks to these big sites. Um, and and the, the reason why it's working, of course, is because people are getting phones, you know, I, iPhones, Android devices that can work with IPv6 that are going on in some of these mobile networks. And then they're going to content sites that are available over IPv6. Facebook, Google, Wikipedia, Bing, Yahoo, Netflix, you know, uh, YouTube, if I didn't say it, all those, you know, you're getting to those sites, major sites people want to go to and are spending a lot of time. That's all happening over IPv6. So there's been some remarkable growth over this past year. We're now up to about 110 networks that are contributing measurements into the world IPv6 launch uh, measurements capability. You know, there's now about 10 different home router vendors that have gone through a certification program run by the UNH Interoperability Lab that, uh, that show that they will work with IPv6 and IPv6 is turned on by default. There's thousands of websites at this point that are now making their sites, their content available over IPv6 in addition to IPv4. So the movement is happening. You know, we're finally seeing that it's, it's not just out there 
some mythical day it'll happen. It's really happening now. This is heightened, of course, by the fact that we are literally running out of IPv4 addresses. They're gone in Europe. They're gone in Asia Pacific. You know, they're, they'll probably be gone in the Americas in 2014, in North America and South America. So there's a real issue here that, that network operators are finally saying, you know, we've got to make this move. So for those listening, what can you do? One thing is you can find out, you know, can you get IPv6 capabilities from your local, um, from your ISPs? You know, if you're on Comcast here in North America, you can get IPv6 connectivity as a, as a way to start you know, looking at how you move your home or business network to be able to work with this. Uh, we are just publishing on the Deploy360 site that I work on today a new tutorial on how to make content available over IPv6 where it walks through a number of different mechanisms for doing so. So it's, uh, the technology is out there. And if you go to the site, it's www.internetsociety.org slash deploy360, which is what I do for work. It's what my, the site I'm, I'm focused on. We have a bunch of material there for people looking to understand how to move their, their information to IPv6, how to get started. And that's a great place to start. So this is the one-year anniversary. We've doubled our, the amount of IPv6 that's being seen by major sites. Now, granted, it's still doubling of small numbers, but still, it's a nice track to see. And uh, we have some more stats, we being the Internet Society, up on worldipv6launch.org slash infographic. We have a, a chart showing a lot of this. But it's, uh, it's an exciting time to see all this happening. The trend's going in the right way. We're seeing a lot of countries, a lot of organizations coming on board. And it's time. You know, it's time to make this move. If you're wondering about it, thinking about it, the time's now. Check out the resources that are out there. And, uh, and let me know, too, if I can help at all. This is, uh, this is an important part to rewire the plumbing of the internet to make it extensible and scalable for the next 5 billion users and all of those many devices. Thanks for listening. You can find more uh, from at me at soundcloud.com slash danyork or at danyork.me. Bye for now.